Now it is fantastic to have Pete and Joe with us from Lesotho this morning. The first time I came across Pete was probably we think about four years ago when we were out for a week at uh, Steve Oliver's farm and it was just tremendous to be able to spend that week in fellowship. Never thinking that we'd have a time when Pete was here with us. But so it is really good to have you and the, and the family. But Pete is not going to speak first. He's learned a lesson down through the years. Let your wife speak first. Then the next lesson is, let her speak last as well. So, Joe, can you come? Give her a very warm welcome, Joe. Hi, everybody. It's great to be with you this morning. Um, it's my first time to be here at Emmanuel. Uh, not my first time to be in the northeast. So, um, I've my, both lots of my parents came from Chesty Street. So, uh, so we used to come every year for our uh, holidays to visit grandparents and swim in the North Sea. So, um, yeah, so it's lovely to be with you and to, to meet you all this morning. So I'm just going to take five or ten minutes at the beginning just to tell you a little bit about who we are and what we're doing, and then I'm going to hand over to Pete. So you're welcome to, to put the slides on. Thank you. So, um, if you've not met Pete before, he's from Zimbabwe. Um, so, we, we happened to meet in Clarence in South Africa. Um, got married there and have been in Lesotho for the last 11 years. So, we're helping with leading a church there. Um, so, we're going to just show you a little bit about Lesotho to give you a flavour uh, for another part of your family. So, we're also part of Regions Beyond. Uh, so, we're a distant cousin that uh, is far, far away across the sea. Have you got the hand? Okay, so we can keep going. Right, so, so uh, something to tempt you to Lesotho. We've got uh, a beautiful 200-metre uh, waterfall. Uh, you can abseil down the side of it. Uh, for those who love some facts and figures, um, a few facts and figures about Lesotho. Um, so it's a little country, Lots of mountains um, and not much work. So most people work um, farming their own land, trying to grow enough food for their family. Um, most people don't manage to do that very well. So people are poor and um, yeah, food is often short. Lots of people are always crossing the border to try and find work in South Africa. Um, unfortunately, Lesotho you get some some not so great statistics so it's not a place to go if you want to live a long life um, so half of the population is below 24 so lots of people um, the HIV is a big problem so lots of people don't live very long uh, that's a picture of a place where we have a church plant um, so it's a beautiful mountainous um, area but yeah, quite a tough life for most people. Um, so there's the, yeah, the HIV um, rate. So it's, the official rate is there, um, nearly 24%, but the real figures are probably quite a lot higher because that, that would be an estimate. Um, so, yeah, tough for, um, for women having children, 
not that many doctors around. So any health professionals out there, uh, we'd love you to come and to help us. We are um, involved with um, a clinic in the north and a hospital in the middle of Lesotho. So, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of things that we, um, we need help with. Um, Lesotho does have three primary education. So most children do primary school. Not everybody gets to the end of high school. Um, and, yeah, not many people are working. So Lesotho's own figures are they, they think that 57% of the population fall below what they declare their own poverty line, which I think would be way below um, where, where it might be in other countries. Um, that's us with our boys in our garden. Um, so that's the, the verse that spurred us on over the years um, to keep going through um, tough times. That's uh, our son Ben uh, the week before we left. It's winter there at the moment, so um, we were enjoying nice cold weather. Uh, that's a nice Basutu snowman, that's the traditional dress. So people wear blankets and that kind of hat. Not always carrots for noses. Uh, so, you, Steve, you know that some of our other friends at the top there um, who are working with us in Basutu overseeing the churches, um, and Daddy and Samani and Dr. Knight. Um, so we, yeah, we enjoy being able to be part of a family. We could otherwise feel a little bit cut off, um, but yeah, it's great to feel as though you're not on your own, that we do have friends uh, all over the world, and um, yeah, we get together, we, we support one another um, within the Sutu and South Africa, and occasionally further afield. Okay, and this is just a little clip. Some of you have been to Clarence. Um, so this is a, a recent conference we, we were at with our Regents Beyond Family in Clarence, giving you a little flavour um, of the worship there. If not, I'll have to sing. <laughs> Okay, I'll have to think. <laughs> you might spot our boys galloping around at the front there. Don't worry too much. We can keep going. Having lots of fun. <laughs> that was at um, a conference earlier this year. Um, so it's great when we can get together um, with all of our friends at, um, in Southern Africa. So you can keep going with the, with the other one. Um, so we're going to give you a, just a very short pardon? Um, slide, please. Um, we're going to give you a, a short history of um, the different places we've been since we've been... Um, since we've been in Southern Africa. So that's the map of Lesotho. Um, and we started up right above Lesotho in Clarence. So that's, um, we were in Clarence. Um, I was there from 2002 teaching in the 
the school that the Slovene Church runs. And I met Pete there, who'd come from Zimbabwe. So he came just for three months. I was there just for a year. So we're both still, <laughs> we're both still there. Um, you can keep going. So that's a, a closer up of um, the north of Lesotho. Uh, showing where Clarence is. That was where we got married. <laughs> it was in the days where Pete had a little bit more hair. <laughs> You can keep going. Uh, this is Dishlebeng School, where um, I was teaching when we first got to Clarence, um, with the beautiful um, mountains of Clarence in the background. And then we moved into Lesotho, so you can keep, you can keep going. Um, so we moved from Clarence, which is just north of the northern edge of Lesotho, down into a village which borders on Stephen Heather's farm, so the village is Tabahulu. Um, just into the Sutu. So the, uh, this is a couple who's now leading the church that we handed on to um, after we moved. Uh, and in the background, the house where we lived for seven years. So we had, um, and that's the church um, that was built during the time that we were there, Riobote Church. So the, the couple now leading are Chikara and Maritabile, who you might have, um, you might have met. Um, so that, yeah, that was Riobote Church. And then we moved... Um, in four years ago to the capital city, Maseru, so right in the west of the country. And um, it's uh, a big city for Lesotho standards, there's about um, 200,000 people, um, but still nice and African. So there's, you still get some cows in the road and um, yeah, nice African feel. That's our boys and one of their friends on a hill overlooking Maseru. So you can see it's very sprawling and spread out. That's a part of our church. We went there one evening to pray as the sun was going down. Uh, that's the house we're in now. Uh, that's one of our chickens. So we're, uh, we, we've got some pets. We're trying to uh, have eggs. Uh, that's our boys with some of their friends uh, working hard chopping some wood. Uh, that's it with an, another of their friends on there's a dam near our house so that we've got a little rowing boat they were on the dam uh, and we, uh, in a kayak but it's unfortunately now been a little bit eaten by rats so it's not, not working uh, there they are uh, doing what boys love best getting dirty so this is the church that we're leading um, they'll be meeting this morning um, River of Life Church in Maseru um, so that's the two main things we're busy with at the moment. So investing in people, so through trying to disciple people, grow people, uh, working with a, le a leadership team that we hope to be able to one day hand the church on to. Um, and we're doing lots of work in our communities. So we're, we're working with the children in the area that we live in. So we live in an area called Seapoint, although as you will have seen the city is very far from the sea, it's a landlocked country, um, but our community is called Seapoint. And we've been working with the chief of that area, um, who's an old man who's allowed us, um, he wants to leave a legacy for his, um, for his neighborhood, so he said he would like help to do that. So it's a great open door, so we're just beginning to explore how that might work. Um, and yeah, we're, we've got lots of things that we're involved with. So we'd love uh, you to come. Uh, 
we'd love you to pester your leaders to bring a team sometime. Uh, so see if any of these catch your, catch your eyes, catch your ears, and um, th- are things you might like to be involved with. So the Sutu has lots of orphans because of the HIV, so we're working with orphans and vulnerable children. Um, we'd love volunteers to help with that for gap years or short time or even come for a year, come for a week. Um, it would be great. Um, we're working with agriculture because most of the farmers don't grow enough to feed their fam- families. So we're trying to train farmers. Um, we're involved in, I mentioned earlier, a hospital and a clinic. Um, so we would love um, help with that and um, with all sorts of um, healthcare opportunities. Um, and we're also trying to help people with business because there's almost no work. So we're help, trying to help people to be entrepreneurial and start their own businesses and find ways to make income for their family. Um, and we'd like to be involved in more church plants. So we'd love to have teams to help with any of those things. You can keep going. So that's some of our young people at River of Life. Um, this is some of our leaders, that, um, part of the leadership team um, that we're working with. That's the, another leadership couple that we're working with. Um, that's the same guy, but in his traditional costume. So showing, he arrived at our house one day um, wearing his hat and carrying his fighting stick. So Pete said, oh, I've got to take a photo of you. <laughs> so he's looking cool. And there he is again, this is visiting a family um, in the Seapoint community. So we get lots of kids who come to church on their own without their parents, but we've started trying to do some visiting in the community and get to know their families. So lots of people squeezed into small houses. This is another um, town nearby where we're also visiting um, church members and then people tend to bring in all their neighbours and they want us to preach the gospel and we're hoping for future church plants in some of those places. That's some of the teenagers at church. Uh, this was um, our Easter Sunday outreach this year. We were able to um, invite the children and their families and give uh, Christmas shoe boxes. So we were able to give shoe box gifts uh, that came a bit late, so we did them for Easter. And we had um, quite a few of their parents arrived, um, and about, I think, 12 or 15 responded to the gospel. So it was an amazing opportunity, and we perhaps gave about 90 or 100 gifts to children on that day. All right. um, we brought um, a little video to show you um, the kids at River of Life. Um, they give a greeting and in both languages, in English and Sasutu, so you can enjoy that. Hello, my name is Mupo from Blue of Life Church, Lisotu. We'd like to meet you guys from the UK, but glad to see you. Uh, hopefully, next time you'll visit us.
there's just um, two or three more slides at the end, and then that's the end, yeah. Okay, no problem. So, um, the, the last few slides are just to show you one or two of the other church plants that we're involved with. Um, there's a church plant right up in the mountains, um, in the middle of Lesotho, where we've been supporting um, a young man who's now gone back to his home village um, and is leading a church in a very rural area. Um, so we've been helping him with starting to build a shop to support um, himself and his family so that he can, um, he can work there. This is a more local church plan. So this one's um, a, f- a friend who was part of River of Life Church um, and he's now planted a church um, close to Maseru in a village outside Maseru. So he's chosen a great man. His church is Glorious Tabernacle. Um, and we're trying to help him start to build a shack for their church to meet in. So at the moment they meet in a tent. So if you show us the next slide. That, uh, so his church is there, um, which is falling down most weeks whenever the wind blows. So um, if there's any builders or construction workers amongst you, he's um, hoping to start small and build a metal shack um, so that he doesn't have to pitch his tent every week. So that's Litsima. Uh, this is our other friend, Khotatso, who his church is right in the mountains. Uh, so there he is in his old shop, which was made of metal. And then the next slide... Uh, so when we visited last year, we helped um, put some walls around his, um, his old shop um, and we would love to help him with the roof. So that's another possibility for uh, something that those of you with, who are good with your hands might like to help us with. And if you're interested in hearing any more, then please stay in touch with us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love you to pray and we'd love you to come and visit. So thank you. Well done. Great. Do I stand up here? Oh, yeah. It's funny, there's a, a, a couple of new uh, firsts for me, so I'm not used to wearing one of these things. It's quite a fancy contraption. Um, I also am very used to having a translator standing next to me, uh, translating everything I say. Um, so today, if at any point I stop waiting for the translator, <laughs> please have grace for me. Um, it is a great joy to be with you all today. Um, like Alan said, we met um, a number of years ago, and uh, I never knew that I'd have Um, this opportunity uh, to come and and speak. Um, So I hope um, you've been able to get a little bit of a flavor of uh, what God's doing with us in Lesotho. Um, Like our friends uh, shared earlier, just about Malawi, um, many of the the countries that God um, has has put us in, and in fact many of the countries that uh, many of you may be from as well um, in Africa, uh, are facing real challenges, um, but Jesus is the answer. Um, and so, you know, we, uh, I just wanted to share something very quickly with you today. I realize um, I'm, I don't have a lot of time, but I, I really wanted to just share some things God um, put on my heart. Um, I was reminded of a verse in, in Isaiah chapter 43, 
um, just as we were worshipping this morning, um, where it says, um, reminds us to, to forget the former things um, and to see that God is doing a new thing. And He's always, he's always doing a new thing. We could, uh, we could be reminded of, of that verse every, every Sunday because God's always wanting to lead us on to uh, the new things that he has for us. And um, we um, just wanted to share a little bit of, of um, some of the things Joe was talking about, uh, just about our church um, plants that we're hoping to see more of in the future. Um, and try and link that with something I felt God put on my heart for you guys this morning. So, um, there's some water here. Yes. Great. I'll just wait for my translator. <laughs> I must say it's very strange, but um, uh, that's great. Um, so, a number of years ago, it must have been about 2008, um, we felt uh, in the city God say to us that um, it was through a friend who, who came and prophesied over us in the city, he said that uh, he felt God was going to lead us into a season uh, where we saw churches, well, in fact, the, word, the words he said was um, that we would see a fire lit on every mountain and in every valley of Lesotho. And you may have seen the pictures of Lesotho. Um, and really, the, there are many mountains and many valleys in Lesotho. And so, for many years now, I don't know how many years that is, it must be 11 years or so, we've been trusting God. God, we, um, we long to see the um, fulfillment of that. And we've planted one or two churches. And then, to sort of make matters a little... Uh, uh, maybe worse you could say <laughs> um, we then got this prophetic word that uh, we would be planting churches at the rate of about 20 a year <laughs> I remember thinking gosh, we've only just planted two churches you know, one right up in the mountains and uh, one uh, in the capital city um, it still feels like River of Life is, is a bit of a church plant as well we still have that feeling that um, we're uh, sort of growing up into into a, um, a more mature church, and so I, I remember just saying, "God, you know, when are we going to see this? Is is there something that we're not doing that uh, that we need to be doing to see what you want to do amongst us?" And I felt God start to teach um, me um, about. Uh, something that he put in my heart, which was about posture um, and how he has a, a posture that is required for us to receive breakthrough. Um, and so God's been teaching us a little bit about this, but I, I really wanted to um, just share with you that over the last four months we've um, we've really been trusting God for for real breakthrough. We felt Him speak about a season of breakthrough and in fact that he's leading us to a turning point as a church and as churches, uh, regions beyond churches in, in Lesotho as well. Uh, but I really felt that when, when God speaks, uh, he doesn't just speak individually, uh, he doesn't just speak corporately to a body, but he speaks to his bride, to his body. 
And often those words are relevant, as relevant in Lesotho as they are here. And I just felt, even as I was uh, taking part in the prayer meeting this morning, um, just how relevant that is for you guys. And I felt, so I just wanted to share a little bit about Breakthrough and about how God, uh, I believe, is providing you, Emmanuel Church, with a a turning point, a season of real breakthrough. Um, and so as we've been waiting for this prophetic word to sort of gain momentum and for us to start seeing a bit more fruit of 20 churches being planted a year, <laughs> um, suddenly God started opening doors. And so very similar to a story that Phil told you about a man um, who got healed. Uh, we've not seen many healings um, uh, always trusting God for them, but just um, recently uh, got welcomed into um, a village about 20 kilometers away from Masaria. And as we were there, um, there was a, an old lady who walked in with a walking stick. And um, one of our team prayed for her. Um, and uh, nothing happened at the time, but we got a phone call the next day, and uh, this lady was so excited. Uh, she said, I've been using that walking stick since 1986. Uh, and in fact, my condition has got worse and worse and worse. And I, um, you'll have to forgive me if, <laughs> if I get emotional about these things. Uh, you know, when you've been waiting on God for many years, um, it can be particularly exciting <laughs> when there is breakthrough. So, Anyway, when she phoned, she says, um, uh, I managed to go to work for the very first time uh, since 1986. Um, and she had been out with the rest of the village doing manual labor, picking up rocks and, uh, and building um, her, the road that goes into her village. And so this is what God is doing. I, I believe he's, um, uh, he is bringing breakthrough. He is uh, uh, bringing each of us both individuals and churches. He's bringing us to a, a place, a, a turning point in, in, our, in our lives. And so I just want to um, encourage you this morning just to be open to that. So I wonder if I can just pray for us this morning. Um, it's not the end of my message. I'm going to try and be very quick. But I just want to pray that the Holy Spirit would help. So, Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would just continue to be with us. I want to ask that you would stir our hearts again today. Fill us with faith, Lord, that, that you want to bring breakthrough, Lord, to every situation, every, every dark place, Lord, every, um, every depressed heart. Father, we just pray, come, Holy Spirit. Bring breakthrough. Bring breakthrough for Emmanuel Church. Even today, Lord, we pray. Amen. So as I mentioned, I felt um, that to receive breakthrough, uh, I believe um, it requires a particular posture. And, um, you know, as I said, I've been learning a little bit about posture and I believe that there's a posture that, that creates mission. I believe that there's a posture that moves mountains. I believe that there's um, posture that breaks chains and there's a posture that brings revival um, so I want to do just a little uh, 
um, I just want to show you what, what uh, helped me when I was talking about this. So I'm going to find something that we can throw. Okay. So is there anyone who really enjoyed the cricket? Because I'm not much of a sportsman. It's funny. Uh, can I ask you if you might be able to come forward with me? <laughs> okay. Sorry. What's your name? Peter. I'm Peter as well. Wonderful. So we're Peter Squared. Great. Um, so... Peter's a, a cricket fan. That's all right, don't worry. I'm not going to do anything too scary. Okay, so um, it was funny. When people said the World Cup's on this year, I had to say, what sport? Um, so I'm not much of a sportsman. Uh, but Peter, I just want to ask if you would throw this to me. Uh, just as a, the cricketman that you are. Just, just throw it. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to do that again. Keep going, keep going, keep throwing. All right, so... <laughs> So Peter's doing well. Let's give him a clap. Keep going. Keep playing. Okay, so for me to be able to catch this, it requires the correct posture, doesn't it? So keep playing. And if I'm not looking, <laughs> it may just go straight over my head. I may miss, I may miss completely. But for me to actually catch, um, I need to be ready. So you can, just, you can, you can make it hard for me. <laughs> okay. So, thank you very much, Peter. You can... All right, you got, you got the job. Um, just felt for us to see that is so important. Thanks, Peter. Well done. Um, I really believe posture um, is something that, that God wants to teach us. Um, and so I wonder if we can just turn to the book of Song of Songs. Uh, chapter 8. We were recently going through the Bible as a family and we got to Song of Songs and uh, let's just say um, as we were reading it with our boys there was uh, a small amount of editing that had to happen but uh, <laughs> um, I'm not going to do anything too embarrassing today. Read anything embarrassing. Okay. Let's just read that together. That's Song of Songs, chapter 8 and verse 5. Um, and just the first part of it. It says, it says here, Who is that coming up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Uh, I'm not used to preaching from very short passages of Scripture. But if... If us receiving the breakthrough that God has for us is dependent on our posture, I believe what God wants to teach us is something from this little passage of Scripture here. Um, the first thing we see in the Scripture is that there is a wilderness uh, for us to come up out of. Um, I, I believe God wants to bring us up out of a, a maybe for some of us it's a barren place. Maybe it's a broken place. Maybe it's a place of confusion. You know, in the wilderness sometimes we see uh, sort of fake oases, these mirages. Um, but God wants to bring us up out of that. Um, maybe it's a dry place. Uh, maybe even for you, uh, you know, I, I really felt this morning as I was in the prayer meeting, I felt God say, 
um, that the breakthrough that God wants to bring Emmanuel is, um, is to do with evangelism. And in fact, um, I really felt very strongly that um, that there was a that, that there was a wave of evangelistic breakthrough coming that is going to bring. Uh, I felt God say a fresh wave of diversity, and it was almost like I was chatting with Phil this morning, and he. He said there were some guys from Latvia who arrived at their church just out of nowhere. And I just felt like God say there's going to be a group of people from a, a particular nation that are going to arrive. They're all going to get saved and it's going to, um, uh, it's going to bring some real breakthrough. I really felt that um, for you guys as a church. So I submit that to you, Alan. But I, I really, uh, as we pray into breakthrough in a, in a little bit, I really want to pray that um, that God would lead us out of um, maybe a place of barrenness. Uh, maybe for individuals it's a place of, um, of depression. So how do we do that? How do we come out? What is the posture that we require? I'm going to ask my, uh, my dear assistant to come and join me over here. Not Peter. Thank you, Peter. For, uh, but uh, you'll see just now that there's no way that we were going to be doing this together. Okay. <laughs> But um, so in this passage of scripture, we see that the way uh, the um, beloved comes out of the de- the desert is by leaning on her lover. So do you, should we do that together? And it's it's not it's not a small leaning; it's a severe leaning. So you might need to hold on with both arms. <laughs> and. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, I really felt as God was just speaking to me about this um, that it's the it's the degree to which we lean will um, will determine the ease with which we follow Jesus. And so, as we learn to lean on Him more. Um, and, you know, as I think of this word lean, it reminds me of another um, verse in Scripture um, uh, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse, verse 5. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean, not trust, not in your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. Um, and so, the way I believe that we're going to come out of uh, the wilderness, maybe that we've been in, or the place that we've been in, is a real place. Is a uh, the way that we'll come out is by leaning on Jesus, is by learning to lean heavier, uh, learning to lean harder. If you guys go to Malawi, God's going to be teaching you about leaning. Um, I believe, um, you know, when uh, when we look at the scripture, it says here, "Who is this?" I think there must have been a, a bit of a surprise. Um, so, do you want to just walk with me again, Joe? Can you imagine if um, if the the lover comes out of the wilderness ahead of her beloved? Go for it. Uh, I can imagine <laughs> people being quite surprised in the other way. They'd be like, "Okay, well, obviously she doesn't quite need him. You know, <laughs> she's doing her own thing." <laughs> um, whereas I, I believe that. You know, in this season, as God teaches us as churches to lean more on on Him, to trust more on Him, to rely more on 
on our beloved. For us men in here, sometimes we're afraid to call ourselves the bride of Christ. Uh, and that shouldn't, um, that shouldn't be. It is a, a great joy for us to be able to uh, be the bride of Christ and learn to lean on our, on our lover. So, um, so that's the posture that God wants to help us um, to learn. We have to realize that for us to do that, we need to realize that we are weak. And this is not something that um, our various cultures enjoy. Um, you know, when, when you tell someone that you're weak, often they don't cope with that. Um, and so part of learning to lean on Jesus, I believe, is learning to cope with each other's weaknesses, learning to even see your own. Um, <laughs> um, there's weakness and there's sin, um, but I, I, do, I do believe in this season that God is going to help us deal with sin. I just want to tell you a very quick story. Um, so I, um, I've never been very good at traveling, um, particularly when I'm traveling with others, particularly when I'm traveling with my family. We travel to the UK every year, um, and I can just say it's usually hell for Joe and the boys. <laughs> that period between us leaving home and us sitting on the aeroplane is just, it's worth forgetting about. It's, it's bad. Um, I used to get so stressed out. I used to um, treat them not so well, speak very unkindly. And I remember just praying, God, in this season of breakthrough, Lord, I want to trust you that even the sin of treating my family um, unkindly, would you help me with it? And, and as I prayed that, uh, you can ask Joe, but I think for the first time ever, um, I, w- I was able to fly without biting anyone's head off. <laughs> so um, I just want to say that you know, when God provides a turning point for us, when he provides a, a season of breakthrough, I just feel um, that it, uh, it's a good time to start dealing with stuff. Um, if there's things in your life that you know these things are not pleasing Jesus, I really believe today is a day of breakthrough for you. Um, if there's um, besetting sin, if there's uh, strongholds that you've never been able to shake, I, I believe that today God wants to uh, bring breakthrough for you. Um, Paul said that he uh, boasted in his weaknesses and so learning to embrace those weak places in us and just even be able to say to other people, guys, um, I know I'm strong in these areas but actually I need help. Um, I believe that's one of the ways that we learn to lean on Jesus. We need, to, um, we need to trust that, that Jesus is able to carry us. Um, so the reason why a joke could hang on to me is uh, I, I wish today that I could pick her up, uh, but I just noticed what she was wearing and I thought uh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but we need to trust that uh, as we lean on him, that actually he's big enough to support us. He's big enough to carry every weight, every burden. Um, and so um, I'm going to finish there today but I really believe that God's got um, a breakthrough for us uh, in this season that this is a season of breakthrough for Emmanuel 
and it's a season of breakthrough for you as, as individuals. And so I just wondered if you'd be um, okay to stand on your feet this, 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 uh, this afternoon and um, just begin to ask God, God what, what are the things I need breakthrough for today? Um, I feel God has given me some prophetic words for people already. Um, but I, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to respond first. Um, if you know, you know, when God gives us a turning point, it's not a particular moment in time. It's, it's an opportunity. And that opportunity will come again. But, but there's that opportunity for you now, for you today. I don't know what the breakthrough is that you need in your own life, but I really, just as you stand now, I wonder if you can just lift your hands. It's just a way of us saying, Holy Spirit, I'm open to you having your way in my heart. And I was just reading in Jeremiah, um, where, Jer- where Jeremiah is told by God, go down to the potter's house. And just as I've had to put my life on the potter's wheel and let him start to shape it, you know, we, we want to have the potter's fingerprints all over our hearts, all over our lives. I wonder, just close your eyes now. I wonder if we can maybe have the band up. Um, I just want to give an opportunity for people to respond to the Holy Spirit today. Father, we pray, come. Holy Spirit, I want to ask that you would come now to each one, Lord. But then as you start to stir in people's hearts, I want to ask that that you'd show them the areas that you want to just bring breakthrough to them for, Lord, come. But where we've not been leaning on you, Father, as you just put that in our hearts, as you um, may, may this new posture that we hold uh, be one of leaning on you, Jesus. Teach us to lean on you more. I come, Lord Jesus. So just as the band starts to play, I'm just going to ask if there's anyone who really feels you, you're saying, God, I need breakthrough. I need breakthrough in my marriage. I need breakthrough with this depression that I've been feeling. I need breakthrough with this sin that I've not been able to shake. Maybe, um, maybe to just, it's just today you're saying, Lord, I see today as a turning point for all the glorious things you have for my future. You've, you've promised, you've spoken great things. Um, I just thought, even today, God wants to bring breakthrough to people uh, in the area of evangelism, personal evangelism. Boldness today. Do you feel that's for you? I just want to ask you now, if any of those things are for you, just come forward. Don't, don't hold back. I really believe God wants to minister to people today. I'm also going to ask if others would be willing to come forward and pray as well from the leadership team or uh, anyone who normally prays for people in, in the church. Father, would you come today? Would you come today? Come, Lord Jesus. Come. And we have the ministry team, please. There are pastors down here who can pray with people for this breakthrough, see what God's going to do. Come, Lord Jesus.